0: Hilton. Hey, I don't know me, cause it's kind of rough. I think I'd rather listen to these dudes while I take a puff.
1: Organic football.
0: Good munchy talk.
1: All right, welcome back to the Organic Football Podcast. My name's Brad, and I'm filling in for our host, Mark, who is not with us today because he's on a little family vacation. So, you know, we are doing what we do best, talking fantasy football and getting high and watching Thursday night football. And this week, we got week five, Tampa Bay at the Chicago Bears. Tampa Bay is currently leading 16 to 14 in a nail biter. Both teams are both three and one. I'm assuming both teams want to come out four and one. What do you say, Rich?
0: Uh Oh, being a three and one fantasy team, I'd like to come out of this week four and one. So yeah, I, I can agree. I think that that would play. That's that's very much in play. Uh, try to get out of this thing four and one. Very close game. I'm enjoying it in here right now. And actually, Brad, I'm going to throw a little surprise at you. I'm going to quick intermission us right out the gate. And yes, I'm going to crack it. This is not a white claw, even though that looks like a white claw, doesn't it, Brad?
1: It looks like a white claw Red Bull.
0: Yeah. Well, that's funny that you say that. Uh, we're going to do a quick intermission right out the gate, Brad. I mean, All right, fucking, let's do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a curveball at you, a swerve ball.
1: You can't throw a curveball when it's organic, Rich. <laughs> there you it go. just flies, uh, man.
0: So... The girl at the dispensary today, she was like, oh, you're buying the Keef sodas. So I was getting stocked up for today. She gave me something, and it's called a happy hour. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. It's called. It's got a tropical flavor. I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll try something soda differently. Okay. I just picked it up before we started up, and it's an energy drink, Brad.
1: <laughs> <I told laughs> it's this it energy great. drink.
0: Yeah, it's funny that you said Red Bull and White Claw. It looks like a White Claw like, that people at home can't see, but freaking, uh, anyway, I'll, I'll be drinking this as we go now, but um, anyway, quick intermission for us real quick. We'll have a real intermission later. All right.
1: Well, thank you, Rich. And uh, we also got to mention, of course, our socials and all the platforms we're on. So uh, why don't you tell all our faithful listeners uh, the same old stuff, this where to find us and uh, what can they can expect.
0: For sure. You know, we, we mention it every time, but it, it definitely helps us out. We, we want to get you guys on our social media, Instagram or Facebook, and then come find us on whatever pod platform you're, you're listening on. Come, come check it out. Uh, but if you're there, if you could hit subscribe, um, give us a rating or a review it really helps us out, gets us out there a little bit more, gets our numbers up. So we really appreciate it. If it, whatever, wherever you're listening, give it a rating, give it a review or subscribe and then you'll You'll be updated every Tuesday and Friday, hopefully, here throughout the season and and get some info, get the good info. And, you know,
1: I get it, guys. You know, some of you people, you smoke weed and, you know, you're at your professional workplace and you don't want to talk about it. And you don't want to be like, oh, these two funny or three funny motherfuckers are just out here talking all this funny shit and talking fantasy football. And then you just go into work and they're like, wait, they smoke a lot of weed. And then they start assuming you smoke weed. So I get it. You just need to talk to them and say this This goes for all people. My pregnant wife loves this show, and she doesn't even smoke weed. So she loves fantasy football. So there's a little bit for everything. So tell your friends. Don't be afraid of the judgment. We'll help you through it.
0: Well, I think it's good what we're doing here is kind of like trying to dial back the stigmas around this stuff. And, you know, it's part of people's lives. It's a medicine. It's helpful. Um, It it does its job. That's for sure. So I want people to understand that, um, you know, people don't just... Uh, take cannabis and they're not just like the lazy picture that you've seen I mean we're, we're a couple of dudes who work harder than probably most of the people out there to be honest with you and and we do this podcast for you guys so it's it's all all in the vein of we still we still smoke weed but we're still cranking out material for you guys here we're still doing our jobs like you can definitely be a fully functioning member of society and and partake with the cannabis
1: yeah I work roughly about 60 to 70 hours a week plus all the extra stuff we got going on. So, I mean, baby. Oh yeah. Plus the baby, the baby coming. I move next month, lots of things going on. So I'm just letting you know without weed, I cannot do this all. So, (laughs) you know, it's all on how it affects you. The certain strains, the certain, you know, rich said there's a perfect strain for everybody type. Try and find that, find the perfect doses and it will help you in many different levels, levels. You don't even know about.
0: looks like, uh, Chicago Bears got themselves a field goal, so they're up 17-16, about 10-34 left here. I need, uh, I, need, I need Tom Brady to come down and get that touchdown, baby. Come cover a spread, right?
1: <laughs> hey, Rich, what did you think of that Keyshawn Vaughn hit?
0: Oh, man. Keyshawn Vaughn got a little injured. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a big-time hit, man. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, and then he, they review it. They're like, oh, yeah, you fumbled it, too. You're like, ah, oh, that's Yeah,
0: nice. and on top of that, <laughs> that's a fumble. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. What's, this hat that, what's this hat that Nick Foles has been wearing tonight, huh? What is that?
1: Uh, is that oh, the Ron that Rivera or something? I thought I saw something like that in Washington. Oh, okay. All right. All, all the different types of cancer and the colors, I'm not sure.
0: Well, Brad... Should we should we move on to some news and notes or what let's
1: do it, man? Let's talk let's about the it. infamous Tennessee Titans oh and their God. love for each other and lack of social distancing.
0: <laughs> Have they been having like those like uh closet parties or like you know, like you spin the bottles or whatever and they you end up like a little kissy face in the in the closet, or what's going on here? These guys I all know. got the COVID.
1: <laughs> I've heard word that after every practice they do kumbaya. And they all hold hands, and, I mean, you get sweaty, you know.
0: Yeah. Every
1: day you're yeah. holding someone else's hand. I mean, the numbers are there, so it's not surprising yes. there's, like, 25-plus cases.
0: They've got some bad procedures. I, I think we could definitely say that. But, yeah, uh, unfortunately for the listeners, we, we keep you updated. We did find out tonight um, Buffalo and Tennessee is postponed or until, moved till Tuesday now. Um, It will still count as a week five game. And as far as that game being played, it's scheduled for that. It's all dependent upon testing. So look out. I mean, have have contingency plans. That's, that's what you have to do again for the second straight week with these guys, all the Tennessee guys. So quite frustrating on my end, I'll, I'll tell you that much.
1: I mean, you got to be nervous, man. I mean, not necessarily you, but just the viewers out there. I mean, a game on Tuesday, if it doesn't go through – there's no strategy. There's no exit plan. It's that's it. You get zero points. So it's gotta be nerve wracking if you got one of those players on, you know, Buffalo or Tennessee. So
0: for sure, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, Buffalo. I mean that that sucks too. Buffalo side of it. Buffalo's not involved in this. They didn't they didn't cause any problems. And now now it's messing up the schedule too. If they if they go to this game on Tuesday, um, Buffalo is supposed to play on Thursday too. So, the Thursday night game is going to get messed up as well. So, it's just this trickle-down effect. And, man, I just I just hope this is finally the thing that clamps it all the way down. If they can get through this week of issue and get this Buffalo-Tennessee game off, then they can continue forward.
1: I mean, I think yeah, the, the backup plan is just they forfeit. It's on you guys. You didn't do your job. And then, I mean, it I sucks for fantasy could... members, but at least Buffalo won't be punished for the actual game, you know.
0: For sure. Oh, I don't know if you just saw that, but I'm maybe a little bit behind you, but Gronk with a nice little swing pass, uh, screen he pass. He had that ball out
1: there. I thought that guy was going to come in and punch it out at the end.
0: Brad, did you just- We're getting off a little bit, but did you see that fucking, uh, you see that play earlier where Gronk, oh yeah, uh, where Gronk, uh, he stole the pass that was intended for Mike Evans.
1: Oh, no, I didn't see that.
0: <laughs> the announcer goes, yeah, and then he just sticks his big paws out there and grabs the pass that was supposed to go dude, to Mike Evans. <laughs> I think you call him mitts, man. I think maybe he even did say mitts. I don't know. <laughs> they are some mitts though.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, those things are crazy. <laughs>
0: uh, I need this I need this Tom Brady to come down and score a touchdown. Come on. I'm actually up against Tom Brady though. Not Tom Brady himself to get a touchdown. I need I need the Bucks to get a touchdown. Well, That's speaking of I'm the old Tom
1: Brady in New England. What about that whole Denver game? You think that, that game postponed to Monday? I mean, you just talked about the tri- trickle-down effect.
0: <laughs> Same deal, man. It sucks, yeah. Denver and New England postponed till Monday. Um, at least that game goes off before Monday Night Football, before this possible Tuesday Night Football game. And honestly, at least in this situation, there's two players they're dealing with. They dealt with Cam. They dealt with uh, Stephen Gilmore. So it's been more limited there. So at least it's this as opposed to Tennessee, which is just
1: out of absolute control. Yeah, what if they just do like flag flag football with Tennessee for like two
0: weeks? No tackle. Seven on sevens. Yeah. Seven on sevens. Yeah, you have, no to, you have to
1: pull a flag, a towel from the back of the shirt, you know, that way you don't have to actually tackle them and touch them.
0: I was thinking about it, man, though, like they should have these guys like, they're, you know, when there's that jarring, because there's been a lot of this, this game's been full of a lot of shit talking and getting in, pe- getting in people's faces. They like get all up in each other's faces and like clack helmets and shit while they're talking shit. It's like, guys, I don't, I don't think we should be doing that. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea.
1: <laughs> Did you see that play that Mac had when he came and sacked Brady and
0: yeah. then
1: 78, he literally picked him up with one hand and just threw that 300 pound guy over. I was yeah. like, what was that? <laughs> that yeah. was like he manhandled that 300 pound
0: lineman. Yeah. yeah. With one hand. This is his left hand, too. It's been a really feisty game. I've been surprised how much uh how much both of these teams have just like totally brought it, man. They're all up in each other's faces. Like again here. He's all up in Brady's face. Get out of his <laughs> face. <laughs> you God, Brady, damn. like,
1: I'm tired of seeing your mug.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, Rich. Well, we got to start talking about these games. We can't just, you know, commentate on this whole game. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get to the first game, the disappointing. I mean, I'm just going to say you guys disappoint me. I thought you guys were going to go 13-3. and Now you're looking to prove me wrong. You were hoping at best in 11-5. and So we're talking about the Arizona Cardinals going to the New York Jets. What do you think?
0: Yeah, man, it it definitely has been disappointing. I'm. I haven't been really thrilled. Let's put it that way. I, I I posted about that shit on last week. I'm just frustrated with the defense. So what what scares me is Joe Flacco is going to be starting this game. I know the Cardinals have had problems with their um, with their ability to play up. To, hey, this guy is still an NFL quarterback I mean, this is Joe Flacco back there If they don't pay attention He could actually pick them apart So they have to be careful here on the road uh, Again with the East Coast time And I hope they bring it Uh, I'm a little discouraged But this is like must-win territory for them In my opinion, we're at must-win status You you can't walk out of this two and three I mean, that's, that's just... That's garbage, and we can't really have it, honestly. like You're in turmoil if you've just lost three in a row and lost to the Jets, man.
1: Did you hear what Kyler's comments were on that when they asked if it was a must-win game? And mm-hmm. he said that every game is a must-win. He kind of just shrugged it off. They yeah. asked Larry, and they said, what do you, is it a must game? He goes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, it truly is. I mean, good, good to at least acknowledge it, I guess. Um, Some good things. uh, I haven't seen D hop. I haven't seen DeAndre Hopkins on uh, the injury report this week. So I think he he needed that week. He was able to fight through it. I think he's uh, doing much better this week. So that's good to see Uh, anybody who was worried about uh, Kenyon Drake. Uh just got the wind knocked out of him, so he's been looking good. Uh should be good to go this week. And uh oh, on the other side of the ball, defensive side of the ball, I do think this will help to get Buddha Baker back. Uh so a big big time thing to have their safety back in place. Big time and Buddha Baker. Big time Buddha Baker like us. We are the Buddha Bakers. <laughs> in our world. <laughs> no, we, we bake the Buddha.
1: Now I, I gotta ask you, Rich, what are the over under on Adam Gay's sniffing some weird substance on the sidelines. You saw uh, that? Right? Yeah, I think that was some smelling salts. I don't know yeah. if he was just needed the urge or he was getting a little tired in an NFL football game. I'm not really <laughs> sure what that was, but he needed it and he got it. So it looked like he it did. worked.
0: It's usually there for the players. I don't know. Like I, I know the players like to use them in between drives and stuff to get themselves – Back to ready to go. I I've always found that kind of strange anyway, but I mean, it is what it is, I guess. But seeing a coach doing that, that's a little different. I know he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's, I don't know. I've had my suspicions about this man before, so <laughs> maybe it kind of falls in line. So anyway, yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully, cars go in there and get it done. I, I think they will get it done ultimately. I, I'm trying to leave my Homerism at the door, but I do think they'll go in there and get this win. I think it should be. It's probably going to be a little bit tougher than we expect it to be. But, you know, I think the cars go in there and win 27-20, something like that.
1: Yeah, I think they're actually going to come in. I think, Kyler, these pe- all the people in the organization want to make a point. So they know this is a must win. I think they want to put their stamp on it because they're in a division that's very tough. Even the bottom, the fourth place team is very, very good. Probably your first place team in the NFC West or NFC East. So I think that they're going to come in. They're going to try and win by, you know, 10 points, 14 points. So they're going to they're gonna come in, try and dominate. Defense is going to try and set up a... Oh. I know. <laughs> Who doesn't put their phone on silent? Demerit. Demerit. <laughs> but, yeah, I just think they're going to come in. I think the defense is going to play a lot better. They're going to kind of, like, lick their chops. They're going to want to get some, some free picks, nice, nice sacks. So I think the defense is going to come play. So I see them winning big by, you know, 10, 14-plus.
0: Okay, okay. Well, let's let's move on, and let's let's uh, we'll just be bopping back and forth, I guess, a little bit. Um, we'll be
1: co-hosts.
0: Let's do co-hosting. Okay, co-host, co-experts,
1: man. O- organic. Right. I like this.
0: I like this. Okay, so we're going Las Vegas and Kansas City. Las Vegas at Kansas City. Very important to know where that's going. Uh, first little note I had. I think there's a big game changer when it comes to what Kansas City can do against the run game when they're on their defensive side. Chris Jones, I think he's the difference maker. So if Chris Jones plays, I kinda dial back my expectations for Josh Jacobs. If he doesn't play, I kinda dial them up. If you saw Damian Harrison the way he was able to run last week, I think it's a very similar setup. Um I think he could do very similar things with Chris Jones not there. You disagree? I disagree. There's one okay.
1: big difference between Damian Harris and Josh Jacobs. Okay. And that is an injury that Josh Jacobs is dealing with. So I don't think that even if KC plays without, you know, Chris Jones, I still say that uh, they're going to shut him down. I don't think he's going to get more than, you know, 80 rush yards. You know, he'd be lucky to get touchdown. I'm telling you, those nagging injuries with Josh Jacobs is just, it sucks, man. He It's like his full potential is never reached. He can only get to like... 78, 75% and that's it. So, Mm -hmm. and I think that Derek Carr with those comments, I think there might be some turmoil going in there, you know, and KC Mm -hmm. just playing a close one with uh, the Pats and they're being at home. I think Andy Reid's going to want to put his foot down.
0: Well, yeah. One of the things I was thinking about this game was Kansas city is going to be ahead um, a lot in this game, I think. So I, I guess I could see if that's the case, then Josh Jacobs, uh, them playing from behind, they'll have to pass more. Josh Jacobs is more involved with the pass game this year, but still uh, putting them behind. They're going to want to throw the ball a bit more. I did see that Henry Ruggs will be back this weekend, so that that bodes well for the passing offense. Um, Vegas's D sucks, man. They're, they're they're not a good defense, so they're going to play from behind. Yeah, and
1: you're yeah. you're going against one of the best offenses in the NFL right now. So yeah. I just yeah. – I, I can't oh. see how uh, they're not going to just come play, so.
0: Yeah, you get your starters out there, I think, in this game, no matter what anyway, though. I mean, you've got Josh Jacobs. He's going to go. You're, you're going to put him out there.
1: Oh, no, you have to put him out there. That That's the tough thing about it is there's no way you ever bench him, you know? Yeah. But, like, his ceiling yeah. is just dropped. That's the only problem.
0: It's almost like – it's funny because in, in this concept, it's like – if you have like the cojones to come out and say, I'm going to bench a Josh Jacobs and like say, you see, you have, I mean, you have to have a deep team and have the skill to put a guy in, in his place. If you do that, that's like in poker, like when you like have this like fold, like <laughs> that it's just like, uh, um, I'm going to fold my Queens because I know someone has hit their King. And then you're like, all right, I I gotta, I gotta let it go. I just got, I gotta do this. I mean, but it's, it's so hard to do that sometimes you're in a situation. It's so tough to do it. It's like, I'm really not going to be able to pull the trigger on benching this guy, but you know, there's, there's times in a season where we're all get there.
1: Yeah. All right, man, let's go to the next game. We are going to Carolina at Atlanta, another divisional game. I know Mike Davis has got the only, he's like the only ball carrier in Carolina. So that's kind of nice news for Mike Davis owners. Because I know Bonovan came out there and he was looking pretty good. But then he got banged up. So, and Atlanta, I mean, Atlanta continues to struggle. I think they're probably like one of the bottom five teams in the NFL. So, I mean, I kind of think Carolina's going to come in. Teddy Bridgewater does well, takes care of the ball. And, you know, I like what they're doing with their receivers. So I think Carolina's going to come in and steal one. Get a nice divisional game, and that's
0: it. Yeah, I mean Carolina's been impressive to me. Actually, I mean, obviously when they beat the Cardinals, that they look good for that. Um, yeah, in this game, I would say the the things to look out for. Um, Atlanta side, Julio hasn't been practicing this week, so something to look at. And I just feel like um, it's tough to see. It's it's going to be a good gauge. I think we're not going to see Julio this week. Julio, so, Julio, where where is he? Julio. Huli, <laughs> uh, not going to show oh, up on oh, Sunday. Pick. Okay,
1: no way. Oh, was that a pick? That was oh. close.
0: Oh, he like batted it up. Oh, I know. Man.
1: They, I don't know. They're not acting. They're not reacting like it was a pick.
0: Not able to make the play. Fourth down and eight. Oh man, they're going to kick it. Can I kick it? Okay, um, Carolina. Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta and Julio being out. I'm interested to see what it looks like for Calvin Ridley to be like the number one wide receiver there. Um they do have a pretty decent matchup. Carolina's pass defense is just kind of middling, so they, they can get it at it a little bit. I think it's interesting to just see Atlanta throwing the shit out of the ball. That's something I would note is passing offenses. There Matt Ryan's averaging forty two attempts per game. That's just pretty wild. So uh something to look at there. That was about it. That's about it on that fucking game. That's all we got to say about that. That's about it.
1: And, I mean, Buffalo and Tennessee, the magical Tuesday night game.
0: Yeah, I know. It's it's mystical. Should we even should we even discuss this mystical game that won't maybe happen? I mean, I don't should know? we even
1: talk about it Monday?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, actually. Yeah, let's just put Buffalo and Tennessee on Monday.
1: Let's do That's that. That's probably a good idea. They may not play by Sunday. We might get that word, and we not – what do we waste our time for? So let's move on. I like that. scratch even that. Even know
0: the ramifications. Yeah, that's a yeah. good call. All right. Yeah, let's move on. All right. I like it. So
1: we got like a, you know, not too impressive of a game, not too many big blockbuster guys. But we got the Rams going into the Washington football team. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I I like what the Rams are starting to pick up some speed. I think Jared Goff, he's getting some time. Cooper Cups, he's a beast, just slicing through defenses. So, I mean, I'm actually kind of – I almost picked him up. Acres. I think he might get his he might get a good good play right now and then uh I don't know, everyone's gonna want him. So I just don't have that spot on my team for him. But I almost picked up Baker's because of what you said.
0: Yeah, I'm kinda like in that same boat. I'm like I'm like right there with it. Like he's another little project guy who if he does pan out, man, he's gonna be stellar because he's so he's so good, man. I, I'm telling you, I, I keep mentioning it, but he's on tape, he's good. So if he could put some tape in front of them I think he's gonna get the job, but that still just says yet to happen. Uh, the interesting thing, I guess, Kyle Allen uh, getting the starting job over Dwayne Haskins, so should be interesting to see if that's a boost for my guy, Scary Terry. Uh, I'd hope I, I would. I've been banking on this, and and he's already a top ten wide receiver as it is, but I think there is more of a ceiling for this guy. I think he can produce at very high levels uh that's with a guy throwing him the ball now if that's kyle allen that's great uh the next guy up behind that is alex smith so i'm actually I, i'm highly hoping I, I don't know if i would say it was hoping but i am leaning towards hoping it gets towards alex smith man i mean kyle allen is decent but i know what alex smith can bring to the table and he brings accuracy he brings a nice deep ball um it would be an amazing story if he got back.
1: Yeah, I'm rooting for it, man. I mean, I think it's kind of funny in the first couple episodes. I was talking about Alex Smith and totally forgot about his entire knee that almost got taken off. But he might come back. It's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, yeah so. I didn't even think it was possible. Yeah, unreal. I think you're going to like the next one, Brad. Philadelphia at Pittsburgh. I think this should be a good game, dude. I'm looking forward to that game. I don't know about you, but I think it's going to be a really good game.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I think Pittsburgh D, I know we talked about this earlier today, but they're very underrated. And Pittsburgh defense is definitely not underrated. I think they're going to bring it. Wentz has shown that even with pressure, he can step back and make a couple good throws. So I see him hanging in there, making a low-scoring affair. I don't actually – I mean, I'm, I'm a James Conner fan. I'm going to start him, but I do think he's going to have some tough sledding that game. So, you know, I'm – you know – less than 100 yards and a touch would be his 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 ceiling I'd say. But I do think that they're going to be a grinding team. I think it'd be real close up until the fourth quarter and then they kind of pull away. So, they might win by 10, but it's going to be a lot closer than that.
0: Yeah, the battle of the battle of Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> uh but no, I, it's funny. They've been dogging on Carson Wentz a lot this week. And it's funny because I actually saw a few plays in in the San Francisco game where I thought he was kind of getting it together some more. I thought they were – they're kind of better with their play calling. Um, I'm interested to see this game because I know it's a tough matchup. I know Pittsburgh defense is very, very good. So i um, interested to see if, if this – Is going to progress better for Philly. I kind of see that it could start churning towards better production, better production as we move along. And it's one thing, you know, they've had these offensive line injuries, but what I've noticed on tape a little bit is this offensive line is actually kind of playing decently. And so, you know, no matter what offensive line you are, if you get some continuity on it, it's helpful. So, you know, give them three, four weeks of playing together. Are they a much better offensive line than they were in week one? Probably. So I see that progression coming a little bit. I'm I'm interested to see it up against uh, Philly, up against Pittsburgh, because that's that's definitely one of the better tests there are in this league when it comes to what you're facing on the defensive line. Linebackers, safeties, corners, every bit of that defense is good.
1: I'm going to say Pittsburgh wins 27
0: 13. Ooh. See, I think it's going to be closer. I think it's. Oh, uh, it's,
1: it's going to be closer, but they're going to get a touchdown at the end. So it was, it was really a one possession game, but then uh, it'll kind of come away at the end.
0: I got Pittsburgh, 2017. All right. 2017. So What'd you say again? 27 13? 13. Okay. And then we picked, we picked the AZ game too, right? Yeah. 27. Okay, cool. I'll write those down. All right, uh, quickly, Brad. We should probably go through this game. We're going to go very quickly on this game. Jacksonville at Houston. Don't care. I think the only thing. I think the only thing that was like kind of. <laughs> don't care. Don't care. <laughs> I just don't care.
1: <laughs> probably a game. No. <laughs> have to watch that. I have to watch the recap on that one. Deshaun Watson for, for real. Deshaun Watson. He's at home. They haven't won a game yet. They're they they want to win one. I think Jacksonville, it's gonna come. Jacksonville is not a great team. I do think they can score points. So Houston, Will Fuller. We expect a big game out of him. Maybe two touchdowns from him. I'd say they 35, 28, 27. Yeah, we don't have to pick the score on this one. I just keep picking <laughs> the score. I'm the I'm the coach. I
0: Mark you
1: know, uh, when he says his stuff, but you critique me. Interesting. I'm sorry. Interesting.
0: Right. I'll, I'll move on. I'll move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So no, what do you think um, about that game? Well, the one thing I had written in there was that it's a shootout. I do think there's gonna be a lot of points scored here. I don't think the defenses are very good. I do think Houston wins the game. I do think they come out and play better because of the coaching change. I think all those players in the building, if they were all disgruntled with Bill O'Brien. They will be super motivated for this weekend, and they will perform. I think all those guys are going to want to come out and, and kind of kill it. So I, I agree. I think Deshaun Watson will have a, a very nice day. And, you know, Jacksonville's Jacksonville's funny. I did want to ask you, what do you think about James Robinson? Brad, what do you think about James Robinson? I like James <laughs> Robinson. Let's. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it this way, uh, I don't know if anybody heard our last episode, but if you go to the end, you maybe understand a little bit of this inside joke. Uh but James Robinson, man, he's he's the number 6 running back right now. I just I'm just surprised by him. I I just kind of wanted to hear your thoughts a little bit on him, but we haven't talked about him much.
1: No, I think he's a solid solid back, man. I mean, what is is he a rookie coming in or is he his second year?
0: Oh so there's almost an interception. I
1: know. He he uh, ran for he, it, too. He wanted to catch up to it. God damn. That was like a 500 God. ball.
0: Freaking. 500. <laughs> uh, he's a, he is a rookie, I believe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, he's a rookie. I think he was undrafted, to be honest with you. No, I mean, I mean looking
1: strapped. at the way he ran, it's understandable why they let go of Fournette and wanted to move on. I mean, I think everyone took that by a shock, but now looking at, you know, once the dust settles, you're like, oh, totally makes sense.
0: Honestly, they said that after, after it had happened, they said they liked what they were seeing out of their running back room. And I was just like, really? Like, why? Like, <laughs> because I was looking at the roster, it was like Raquel Armstead and him. And I'm like, where what but like that guy runs hard i've been very impressed with him and and his usage is, is very nice too i mean that's the one thing it's tough because he's in a shitty offense so i worry sometimes when i'm in a shitty offense and i have the running back is that like usage going to slip away game to game where they get their asses handed to them and it's like they can't really utilize the running back that much they, they can i mean you can do dump offs and little screens and stuff but are you really going to have all that all that action coming to you. Whereas in a balanced game where you're in the game, you know, it's both. It's, it's running the ball and passing the ball more effectively.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're going to want your back in 20 carries. And if he gets five, five receptions, that's bonus, you know,
0: which but is ideally what he's been getting,
1: him getting 20 touches, 20 carries, yeah.
0: which is what he's been. And I mean, that's, that is great. I just, you know, Running backs on, on worse teams, I, I just wonder about that. It, it's, it's tougher. Oh, got a little injury here. Well, that
1: wasn't too quick. but
0: uh, Yeah, we spoke a lot on that. That yeah. was way too much. Let's move on. It's
1: football. We got to cover our bases. <laughs> we care about you guys. All you Deshaun Watson owners.
0: Yeah, well i I didn't mention that earlier too but I do really want people to know that if we, if we miss something if we don't talk to your players specifically because there's I mean there's there's lots of players to discuss so we can't hit every single guy every week but if, if you want to ask us a question we're, we're more than available to answer some questions for you hit us up on our direct messaging on instagram and we will try to help you out we will this is this we is will not we a, will help you out I don't promise. Know.
1: This is I don't like know why of, I do that. Yeah. This is uh <laughs> this is a promise we make to you guys. We're committed to you, we're the committed listeners, to
0: help you. Yes, that's why we're here.
1: As long as you tell your friends, it's kind of giving. It's a give and take thing. You help us, we
0: help you. Click that subscribe button. That's the good one.
1: So now, our, all our listeners out there in Indy, they got a big game coming up there at Cleveland.
0: <laughs> all our all our Indianapolis listeners.
1: We got a few out there, man. I am not discriminating against anyone. We got a couple out there in Cleveland. I want, I want them all to know that we listen, we respect you guys, and we want to talk about your teams. Because personally, I, like, I think I like Cleveland. Goal, yeah, I think this is going to be a smash mouth game. I like the way that Cleveland runs the ball. I like their offense. They can spread it wide, set up the play action. I mean, shit, Odell had a game, and Indy. I think Indy's defense, like you said, might be one of the best in the NFL. So. I think it's going to be kind of see push comes to shove. Who's going to give more and can Phillip rivers take care of the ball and throw a good ball. And if he can, I think that Indy could come out on top.
0: Yeah. It should be a good game. I'm I'm interested to see both these running teams button up against each other. You know, it's, it's run heavy team versus run heavy team. Uh, I definitely think Indy has the defensive advantage in this game. Uh, but you know, the facts are that both teams are going to run the shit out of the ball. So uh, definitely should be interesting. I like, I'd like to see. I actually think there'd be a good day out of Jonathan Taylor. Um, I wonder, I wonder what we'll see out of the offense with Nick Chubb out. You know, I, I hate to bring it up for you again, but
1: um, you mother- I wonder, I,
0: I, I, I know, but yeah, way but too, like, think about it way too soon. Okay, yeah, all right, well, yeah. Well we'll we'll see what happens. We can review it. We'll review it afterwards and then
1: well honestly, I was I was thinking of picking up Ernest Johnson. And so mm-hmm. I feel like I can talk about this cuz it's my guy. So, <laughs> me having Jonathan Taylor, James Conner, Justin Jefferson would be the guy that was starting there. I like the way they're using him, his his offense. He seems to catch balls that are coming at him. So, I would actually start Justin Jefferson over Ernest Johnson. Until I can see their full usage in the game. Because I know that was the last game. That might have been their game plan going in. But now that Chubb is out, they may change that game plan or it's just Kareem Hunt now. So I kind of want to see what they do in that one game before I give them the f- go-ahead to the start. So that's kind of where I'm at with the De- Ernest well, Johnson.
0: I th- Honestly, I think if, if I continue to see Kareem Hunt as a limited participant all week, then I would lean towards... Dearness Johnson's worthy of a start. I mean, it depends on your roster construction, obviously, whoever you are who owns him. Um, like probably in our league, uh, Zach, I, I wouldn't necessarily say he'd start him. I think it's close, but um, I, would say, I would say he's worth a start. I, I think it is. I, they're going to run the ball, you know, over 30 times. So especially if Kareem Hunt is still jacked up, I think they'll try to protect him somewhat. Oh, man, I can't believe David Montgomery on the freaking sideline here. Oh, man, looks like the Bears are going to win this game, huh? Yeah. The Bears. The Bears. Bears. Mark had to miss this game. Can you believe I it? know.
1: Can you imagine talking Thursday night football against <sighs> the great Tom Brady coming Whoa. in to Chicago, think he's getting to win, and then, bam, the Bears hit him. So, Mark, hit him. this one's for you. Hopefully they don't fuck it up like they always do. <laughs> and they can just pull this one out for the win. So, we're, we're rooting for you, Mark. We are hope they get this one. 17-19, Bears are closing into the red zone. Trying to close this one out with a minute 28 left.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I, I think I'll lead through this next game. And maybe you're due for a, a hit over there, Brad. I've been hitting my vape. I know you haven't gotten a chance to hit your deb, so. Well, I take, the, I
1: take the co-hosting, you know, job very seriously when Mark's gone. So, obviously, you got to talk more and you can't smoke as much. But that's fine. Why don't I set you up for this uh, quick little Cincy Baltimore game? Uh, yeah. And then uh, you talk about that and I'll give you my two cents after I take my two debs
0: <laughs> two cents, two dabs, you got it No, Cincy, Baltimore uh, Should be an interesting game I did have some notes that, man, you gotta look out for this passing offense I think I've noted it a couple times um, But this passing offense of Cincinnati You got Joe Burrow throwing the ball almost 45 times a game, man Like, that's that's outlandish numbers I can't I, I can't even begin to understand uh, that's, that's a, a big-time throwing Discrepancy like that. that I, I'm, I'm astonished that they're letting Joe Burrow throw that ball that much that many times. So, ah, uh, so okay. The Bears are gonna get themselves a field goal. I got distracted a little bit, I bet you could tell. Uh, Bears are gonna kick a field goal, it looks like, make an attempt at a field goal. They would go up by one, and then Tom Brady will get, be getting the ball back with about a minute left. And oh, No timeouts, no timeouts, okay. But, um, in that game, I would look out on the other side, Lamar Jackson. Uh, been popping up with a knee injury this week and hasn't practiced Wednesday or Thursday. They said it was an illness on Wednesday, knee injury Thursday. They say nothing serious, but still something to monitor even as you watch this Sunday's games. Check it out. Um, I think I did notice a little bit of like a slowdown last week. I don't know if you saw that, Brad, but it looked like he was a little slower through his cuts and not, not as spry, I guess I would call it.
1: Yeah, I mean I I wasn't quite sure if that was just them taking the foot off the pedal or if that was, you know, a lingering issue. So I wasn't quite sure what which one it was.
0: Well, yeah, and then you you know, you you think about they took him out of the game and now he's got a knee issue. It's a little concerning. I I mean, he's going to play as as far as it sounds, but I'm going to keep my peepers on it. I've been I I've been hounding turtle a little bit, trying to get Lamar Jackson, I'll be honest. So <laughs> I've been trying to get him, but then at the same time, I've also been seeing this negative news at the same time. So it's been like, ooh, should I should I back off on that? But I've I've kept the pedal to the metal, I think.
1: So you're saying there might be another blockbuster done?
0: I'm trying to do a blockbuster. I ain't, I ain't shy about it. I'll tell you, I'm trying. I got a lot of skill. I got, I got extra talent. Now I'm fucking with this COVID stuff with the Titans, so – I feel like it's pushing me towards a move, but I'm not sure not sure if I can get one done. I'd like to get one done, that's for sure. Big they're down. Oh, dude, I fucking turned off the game because we started recording. Ah. Alright, we have the issue, technical difficulties.
1: Yeah, the, the thing that I really want to see in Baltimore is uh what happens with their run game. Will yeah. will Dobbins come out and prove that he's the real back? I don't think they're successful with three mediocre backs. I think they need a solid backpack there, and so I'm kind of curious to see if Dobbins will pick it up.
0: Yeah, I think I was talking about that at one point, but yeah, I think I'm interested to see what that offense would look like with giving Dobbins a lot more carries if you gave him 16, 17 carries. Uh, oh, fourth down and five, huh? Did it already happen on your end? <laughs> Didn't get there? Nope, no flag. Oh, uh, no. There's
1: no flag on that. Yep, yeah, Tom Brady, he's giving that charm. Oof. He's looking at all of them.
0: No, no flag. No flag over here. No flag over there.
1: <laughs> what? No flag.
0: I'm, oh, I'm handsome. Puts a hand up. <laughs> I'm, I'm handsome. I'm
1: so handsome. <laughs> I'm Tom Brady. That make rule a rule. Make it work.
0: That should have been a flag. Easy. Yeah. I I don't know why that why there isn't one. He's he's all up in his fucking grill. Eh. Ah. Wait. He's saying nah, fourth down. I guess not. Wasn't that fourth down? It was fourth, though. Yeah,
1: I think Tom was confused. Wait, that wasn't fourth?
0: <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he was holding up the four.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow, looks like the Bears are going to take it home. The Bears get the win. <laughs> there you go,
1: Mark. Enjoy your time yeah. up in the woods, where you probably won't even hear this till you get back. But we're thinking of you, buddy. We want you to know that the Bears are four and one.
0: They are 4 1. They have just beaten Tom Brady. My goodness. Who would have. Watch thought?
1: out, Aaron Rodgers. New sheriff's in town.
0: Pew, pew, pew.
1: <laughs> that was a good Nick Foles impression.
0: That was Nick Foles, yeah. Pew, pew. That's, what, <laughs> that's my first impression on the pod. Nick Foles. <laughs> pew, pew, pew.
1: <laughs> All right, Rich. Well, I actually think. Indy and Cleveland is the second big game of the week. I'm really excited about that game. I think this Minnesota-Seattle. I know it's Sunday night, but I think this is going to be a – I think Minnesota, their offense is high-flying. I think Seattle's defense is susceptible to some scoring, and I think that they've got the right pieces. They can pound it with Dalvin Cook and then burn them on the outside. So I see Seattle having to play a little catch-up back and forth. Russell Wilson is going to show that he's one of the best, and it's going to be a shootout, probably 60-plus points scored in this game.
0: Yeah, the over-unders at 57 on that sucker. Um, I think it's going I, to be over. I think it's one funny thing. I, I have you, I think you've heard them talk about this with Kirk Cousins. When he doesn't play a 1 o'clock regular standard time game, he is like 0-9 or some shit like that. He's terrible, terrible on those nights uh but that being said i do think seattle's defense is so bad in the passing game that i think this will be wide open for them i don't i don't see a correction coming especially without jamal adams there for this this back end of this defense to really put up a fight especially against competent offenses which i think the Vikings are showing us more and more each week that they are a competent offense. So I definitely agree. We're going to see a lot of passing, a lot of scoring, a lot of Russ Wilson, probably a lot of DK, a lot of, a lot of Kirk cousins. Like, honestly, I, I think Kirk cousins is going to have a good game. If I, I've got, I've got the situation of Tannehill and I got Fitzpatrick. And to be honest with you, I, I, I'm not really trusting this Fitzpatrick moment right now. I, I don't think it's the greatest look for him right now coming to the San Francisco game and kind of knowing that he's out the door. I, I worry about that at San Francisco. So I've been looking at the quarterback market, and Kirk Cousins is on my radar for this week, man. They're they're at Seattle. I, I can't not put him on my radar. I think he's going to have a great game.
1: You're like a little kid that doesn't believe in Santa Claus or magic anymore. You're moving on. <laughs> it's magic. Be will be realist.
0: Yeah, I know. yeah, to be a realist, man. I, at one yeah, point, I'm you like, got
1: it's week five, man. <laughs> You've Got to grow up at some point.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, grow up and get yourself in the playoffs. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I got. I've I've had a struggle with this Tennessee thing. It's it's definitely been a struggle. And it sucks because I I tried to pinpoint good organizations and I, I was wrong about the organization apparently. So uh, frustrating, frustrating ordeal, and and I just keep. Keep plugging along at the quarterback position We'll see, I think I'll just push it until Sunday morning and see what I have to do For the most part, I don't really want to Make a drop, but I I might be forced Into uh, I gotta do a quarterback move And then I would be squared up I don't have room, I I gotta get a tight end going So uh, that's besides the point Let's talk another game Well, let's talk Miami and San Francisco We kind of just did (laughs) Uh, But in that game, I, I just think San Francisco is going to win. I, I heard Jimmy G's probably likely back. I heard Mostert's likely back. Uh, yeah, they're getting pieces
1: back. I think the whole team is ready to have Jimmy G back. I think Nate Mullins, it's kind of like that little thing, that little fun experiment, and then you realize, you know, this just isn't that fun. So uh, I think they're going to be happy to see Jimmy G back. A little stability, if you want to even call it that, because he does do some dumb shit with the ball. But, I mean, they, they pounded with, with the run. George Kittle is just terrorizing defenses right now and their defense is really playing well. So I think this one is going to be, it's going to be, I mean, Miami's defense, I got to give them credit. They're a lot better than I thought. And their offense is playing better. But I do think San Francisco being at home pulls ahead and takes this one.
0: Yeah. San Francisco coming off the loss. I think that's sitting in their craw and they're just going, nah, man, they're going to take it out on Miami. That's why I get a little fear about, about running outfits magic this week. I, I think it's one of those weeks where he's going to come up with two or three interceptions as opposed to touchdowns. So I'm a little worried about that. I'm steering clear a little bit. I do think they'll play from behind, which leads into some garbage stuff. So um, if I'm a Devontae Parker, if I roster Devontae Parker, I would um, still start him up. I think he's a, he's a good guy. I, I still think, you know, Mike Giuseppe, I think he had an off week, and I think a lot of people like turn their opinion on him, but I think he's still a solid tight end, and, and that passing game is, is too solid to uh, steer clear of that. He's, he's still a top 10 type guy, and, and people are kind of just like, oh, he has one bad game and it's, it's over. It's Splitsville. I, I'd stick with him. So let me ask you a question. Let's say Uh Magic shaves his beard.
1: Are you worried (laughs) to start him, or are you excited to start him? Or does it not
0: change your opinion? I'll cut him that moment. (laughs) He'll he'll go. I I can't have him with a clean face. That that sounds (laughs) ridiculous.
1: (laughs) He looks like a mean Kirk cousin. That's so weird. Never noticed.
0: (laughs) I've never seen that. Are you looking at a picture of him without a beard right now? No, just... Oh, you're just picturing, picturing. up here. I got gotcha. you. Pictures. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> all right. What games do we got left? We got Denver, New England, New York, and Dallas. Okay. We got three games left. We what intermission. We're doing pretty good. We're doing all right. We're at 52 minutes of total recording. 53. Probably... Shut up.
1: Let's talk. Let's go. All
0: right. Let's go. Let's go. Next game. Go.
1: All right, man. So, we got your disappointing Denver Broncos going into the New England Patriots. Who knows what who's going to play there? Stefan Gilmore, like you said, he might be out. Cam might be out. But I mean it's Bill Belichick and he's at home. So I trust him, Bill. And I don't trust in the Denver quarterback. So I mean if Drew Locke comes back, I think he's starting to practice. I do like their chances more, but no offense, a big loss. I mean, Phillip Lindsay's coming back, but you got that whole drama with the Gordon show and Philip Lindsay thought it was his show. So and their defense, I mean, they've had big losses all year. So they haven't been playing, yeah, playing great, but they've been playing pretty well though.
0: Yeah, this game moved to Monday. So, you know, it's possible Drew Locke plays, but honestly, I think I think Bill Belichick coming off of a loss is something to really look out for. They're gonna be honed in. Uh, I think Cam Newton is going to play. I'm not I'm not 100% on that, but I think if you if you look at like kind of the reporting on it it kind of sounds like it's he's going to play. So if he plays, I I see New England I kind of wrote down a little note here about ground and pound. I think they're going to just come out and, you know, just eat up the clock and win this game handily, not allow Denver to score really hardly at all. So I see a pretty pretty dominant game, you know, like a 24-7 to 7 type game out of New
1: England. Now, Rich, let me ask you this. Do you think Bill Belichick will pull off the sleeveless sweatshirt? Or do you think he's just going to be rocking the, the collared T-shirt? What do you think he's going to be pulling out for us?
0: <laughs> I don't know what he's going to be wearing, man. What the hell would I know? <laughs> I don't pay attention to him.
1: I think we're going to see the sleeve list for the first time this year.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe we will. We'll see what the weather is. We'll check the weather reports. I don't know if you noticed, though, last week he was wearing two masks. Did you see that? He was double masking it. Smart. He had a gator, and you could see, like, an actual mask underneath it, too. <laughs> like, what's funny. All right. It's like, you can double that shit up, huh?
1: <laughs> He's on it. I heard it's not that effective, though. It's not as effective yeah. to double that up. No, one <laughs> is the right way to go.
0: One is the recommended usage. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: anyways, we got the New York Giants. What are Giants. you laughing about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Moving now on. We got, what do we got? Uh, we got the New York Giants going into the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Now, Ooh, normally really.
1: I'd say this is a junk game because no one can play defense. You know, Daniel Jones is good enough. They got some nice receivers. I think they're going to score some points, and Dallas is obviously a great offense, and they're going to score a shit ton of points, especially off that bad loss they just had. But it's a divisional game, and I think that kind of changes things up. So, I mean, I think it might be the defenses might kind of – they know the team's a little bit better, and I think they might actually come to play. So I don't think there will be as many points, uh, a couple more field goals than touchdowns. And I think Dallas will still win by 10 points, but it, it will be about, like, uh, twenty four to fourteen, seventeen game, somewhere in there.
0: Oh, I see. Th- I see this game differently. I see more points. I, 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 think, I think it just gives in at some point that that these defenses are that bad. Um, I actually do honestly think the Giants' defense plays pretty well. I think they play a lot better than an undervalued defense right now. Not that i not that I would say I was promoting them as a fantasy football defense, but. On the NFL football field, they play with a lot of heart. They play with a lot of energy. They tackle well. They have a good scheme with James Betcher still there. Um, I still like this. So um, the Giants, I feel like. On your team. No way. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just painting the picture for our audience out there. Well, okay, we're talking about putting them up against Dallas, so I think they, I think they match up well. I think since it is divisional, I think they're going to play very well. I think Dallas's deficiencies on defense are very tough to get over. Uh, so I see big games in this in this game. I see a little bit of a breakout game for Daniel Jones. Um, I, I, I'm looking maybe ahead a little bit, but I like Darius Slayton a lot this weekend. I think he's going to break some touchdowns. So, do you, do you think like Dallas
1: just sits in like the the film room? And they watch, they go through the whole offensive series and like, man, we look good. We look yeah. good, guys. Yeah, we look good. And like, you want to go over the defense is like, nah, maybe tomorrow.
0: Let's, I don't know. Let's put that off.
1: Yeah, we don't really need to go back and look at it. I think we're doing fine. We're putting up like oh. 40 points or
0: so. I think a lot of Dallas fans would tell you that Mike Nolan's probably not watching a lot of tape. Yeah. <laughs> The defensive coordinator, you know, he ain't doing much. So I don't know.
1: (laughs) He's probably watching the Bears game. That's it.
0: (laughs) Bears have a good defense. Why not?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Start implementing what they're doing.
0: Yeah. Jesus Christ. They don't, they don't have Khalil Mack over there in, in, uh, in Dallas, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. I'm telling you Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack. They've just done some, some plays with big, big linemen with one arm. And made them look yeah. like ragdolls. And you're just like, yeah. dude, those are like big guys, man. I couldn't even push them with my two hands and get them it's to move. Scary. And you literally pick them up with one hand and slam them to the ground. Uh, or crazy. Aaron Donald, like, slammed three guys. I mean, granted, it was like a bowling pin, but still.
0: All right, man. We got one last game. All right, man. We're, we're kicking ass. All right, good. What do we
1: got? Chargers at, at the Saints your second monday night header
0: oh yeah i guess it will be huh i, mean, I guess that's the silver lining in this covid we get two monday night games now yeah no kidding uh sorry i got a little distracted i was looking at the scoreboard seeing what tom brady did 14 points that's pretty good i'll take that i was up against tom brady so okay oh, i was gonna say that's good what are you talking about but now yeah, so i'm up against tom you're brady. up against yeah. him. that's good to go against that's good news for me on that end. <laughs> I lose my bet, but he only scored fourteen points. I'll take it. Uh, okay, yeah, Chargers and New Orleans. I should be a good game, man. I see this game opening up a little bit. How about you? I, I, I Like these are good defenses, but for some reason, even good defenses are getting a little scorched this year. And I think on like uh, the big games, we're going to see some points. So I think this game will be a point game.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Drew Brees is going to kind of dink and dunk more. Uh, tra- Was it, Traquan, tra- Traquan Smith? Traquan, I think he's yeah. he's going to be the, the go-to guy. I mean, without Michael Thomas in that offense, it's a totally different offense. But I do think them playing at home, they're always tough at home, even without their fans. So, But the Chargers, like you say, they're a good defense. So I think they're going to come in. I see this kind of being like kind of bottled up in the beginning with a little big play here and there, you know, like kind of like blows it up and then they get seven points and then it's tight and then bam, they get a big play. And then the fourth quarter, it kind of hits where they're they're scoring possession after possession, and it might come down to who's got the ball last, because both teams both teams need to win.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Should be interesting. uh, That's kind of the thing about having stars on your team, I guess. I gotta wait till till Monday a lot, and you know, but I'll wait. I'll wait for Monday night for Alvin Kamara to do what he's gonna do. I like to see him perform on the big stage.
1: I tell all my players, I don't care how late it is, you call me, I'll be there man. I'll wait for you. Whatever
0: whatever you need. Whatever you need. Let's get I'm you here. ready. Yep. You need a hot towel, you need freaking, you need some skittles, whatever you need man. Like I got the candy, I got whatever you need. I'll man. not give them skittles. I give skittles if they want the skittles. They, they get no. what they want,
1: Brad. No, I am I'm a parent. I'm I'm parent first, friend second. So, I got to look out I, for them.
0: I'm more the I'm more the players coach or players GM type variety. I like to I like to be buddy buddy or you know I, I, oh or family we're friends. Yeah, we like it's to be buddy something.
1: buddy, but like they're eating sugar in a football game. I gotta kind of say something, you know. Like eat all your skittles afterwards, but not during the football game. I don't care
0: how beast you are. I can have smelling salts. Candy, whatever you want, man. Let's go. Maybe,
1: maybe like maybe Monday we should get some smelling salts in spirit of Adam Gaze and do the thing <laughs> on smelling salts.
0: We'll hash. <laughs> we'll
1: hashtag him in there.
0: Yeah, I like it. That could be. That could be our intermission on that day. That'd be yeah. great, man. <laughs> Speaking of intermissions, we did all of our games, right? Yeah. Oh.
1: Caca. Caca. So I got to tell you, Rich, guess what I'm puffing on today.
0: (laughs) What what, what you puffing on, man?
1: What you got?
0: I got this. Real quick. I I drank that whole soda thing. It was very delicious and I feel pumped. One thing I wanted to tell you real quick about it. I'm sorry to interrupt all your shit. Uh, I am talking fast. Maybe it is energizing. Okay. Okay. it was 75 milligrams of THC and 25 milligrams of CBD as well. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. So we'll see if it like relaxes me at the same time. I don't know. Okay, so what do you got? What are you puffing on? All right, man. So, well, you know, <laughs> I
1: had the Cannamo. That stuff actually, I, I talked about how potent it was and it was. But not only was it potent, it lasted longer because I wasn't taking as many hits. I would Makes go sense. get high and I was like, fuck, man, I'm blazed. And then I found myself not going back for another dab that often. So that stuff lasts almost three days, which is like, that's a record for me.
0: It's unheard of.
1: Unheard of. But you know, it's $30, bucks, does not go on sale. If you guys at Harvest would ever listen to us, we would want it on sale. Go back to your sale. So quit letting us down. So of course I had to go back to the Venom Extracts. You know, they never let me down. Always on sale, every single day. It's good
0: good to have the trustworthy go-to, I agree.
1: And uh, I I had a little uh, little flashback. I went and got the green wildfire, not to be confused with your green poison. (laughs) Yes, definitely not. (laughs) Indica dominant green poison. So, of course, you know me being a little skeptic and uh, little. I don't. I don't really want to use that term lightly, but PSTD. You know. So I don't like the indicas. So I'm thinking that. PSTD.
0: PTSD.
1: PTSD. PSTD. I can't even say it right. (laughs) So, yeah. So, so I get these little flashes of me getting into Cousin, just falling asleep all the time. So, you know, I can't have that. I mean, these things haunt me. I can't be asleep. So, I got green wildfire. You're
0: you're seeing ghosts of the green poison like uh, Sam Darnold sees ghosts in the backfield. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that was hilarious watching him see that ghost. That, back <laughs> <laughs> that was like the butt bundle, man. It was hilarious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can watch those plays over and over again. Butt yeah. that play. That's good shit. Um, okay. You're having your flashbacks. You're getting scared. What, 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 what do you got? So, yeah. So,
1: this green. But this is a really good sativa, man. I'm telling you. Obviously, you I sure. did. I've been smoking this since the start of the show. Spoiler alert. This is not a true <laughs> intermission. <laughs> but, you know, I, I got to smoke a little ahead of time because I got to tell you the effects. And Well, I we like, do, man. Yeah. I like it. It's nice. It's smooth. I feel like this is Green Crack with uh, a wildfire or something. I don't know. I tried to Google it, and it's so new that it didn't have many reviews. So there's a,
0: there's a lot of that now. There's a lot of strains that they're doing right now that we don't get, like, full information yet because they're so new. I know. But yeah. I like it. Keep doing more of it. Uh. Yeah. So, good stuff then. Good stuff. You're rocking.
1: So, uh, we got games, check. Intermission, check. Check. (laughs) And, uh, we got to make sure I used to do this, and, you know, Mark Mark does a much better job at this, so I got to make sure I'm covering all my ins and my outs, and let's go with our burnouts, since I said outs. Okay. I'm down. So, uh, let's go burnouts, buds, and, and, uh. The good old fashioned Acapulco gold.
0: I'm in. Let's do it. All him. right. So, Let's start uh, with the duds, guys. The duds. The burnouts. Who do you have,
1: Rich? Who do you think? I got is one gonna, for you. A big one. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, I think this guy will underperform this weekend. Uh, <laughs> Joe Mixon. You know he had a stellar weekend last weekend. He's got a much more formidable opponent in the Baltimore Ravens. And Baltimore Ravens at home, great run defense. Uh, I think they're looking to smack down a divisional rival. So I really like that. And they're already a great run defense. So that's my first guy. Who you got?
1: Well, I mean, I hate to pick on this guy, but I got to go Miles Sanders. I think this one with the Pittsburgh D, uh, it's a extremely tough run defense. I mean, shit, I think they had Saquon at nine yards that one game. I mean, this was before he got hurt. So... I just think they've been—they're flying towards the ball, so I think that is an extremely hard uh, start. I do think Sanders will get some points off the dump offs and get his receiving yards, but rush yards, I think it's going to be real tough. sledding. so he might be—I mean, you can't not start him, but don't expect a lot from him.
0: I hear you, and I got a surprise for you, Brad. Guess what? I have—I have marks. I have marks burnouts. He sent me a list. So uh what? Welcome welcome to the show, Mark. Mark's kind of here. Uh, I'm his consigliere. <laughs> uh, he was going to have me adjust his lineup tonight, too, uh, but uh, didn't come to that. He was he was able to know that Mike Evans was starting, so he was good to go. Uh, but no, he gave me his list, so he gave me a burnout. Right along those lines, he's got Carson Wentz as a burnout, which which I kind of agree with. I agree with both of you guys. I think it's going to be tough sledding. I do think it'll be a tough game. I think Philly stay, hangs around. but. Tough defenses. Tough defenses will keep that game tight and tough to score points and fancy points. Uh, I got another guy for you, um, Dalvin Cook. I think he's a monster, but I'll tell you, Seattle's run defense is very good. <laughs> they have a terrible pass defense, so I see a lot of that bottling up, bottling up, but still just opening up to the passing game. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the passing game. I'm not looking forward to the run game in this game.
1: You know, I watched that last game, Rich, and he was running so hard that I was like, there's just no way he's not going to hurt himself. Or like Nick Chubb, get someone rolled up on. So that's why this week I went out and got Madison because he's one of those guys where if he goes down, you know, that's the guy you want. So I do think people keep keep him on your radar. And some of these guys, man, you got to act a little early to get that piece, especially if you're in first place or you're in the top place. You're never going to get ahead of the waivers if you have just a straight waiver without a budget. So, yeah, if you wait, what,
0: if it's always the week when something's happening, like you're behind, you're you're always behind in that way because then you're just at the at the risk of whatever the waiver situation is.
1: I know. I mean, some of these guys don't pay attention, and you, and you sneak through. But I mean, if you're top three. I mean, nine guys have to pass up on it for you to get a guy, and that's tough. So what you need to do is act two weeks in advance, get ahead of the curve, so that way when it happens, he's already on your bench, and then everyone can go suck it.
0: <laughs> for sure. Solid advice. All right, Brad, who else Who else? you got as a burnout?
1: Well, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but I got Josh Jacobs, man. Yeah. I think he's got that lingering injury, you know, going against KC at home. KC played it tough with – uh, against uh we call it New England. So I think they're gonna come out and dominate against a divisional rival and he's just been banged up, man. So I think it's it's every yard's real tough for him to get. But he, he's one of the tougher backs in the league right now. So I do think he'll play through whatever. But that hinders you as a fantasy owner. So something to keep a watch on. And watch how he runs. See if he's slow. You know, see if he gets hindered.
0: For sure. Um Mark had one other guy. Let's see he had um yeah, Jonathan Taylor actually on his list. I don't know if he was just gunning for you or what, but um, no, I can see that. John, Jonathan Taylor at Cleveland. I think Cleveland's run defense is pretty good. I could see that, um, but I don't know. I think I think sheer volume at that play here kind of kind of gets Jonathan Taylor out of the mix of being in the burnout section. But uh, you know, you know, he's not here to defend himself, so that's it is what it is.
1: Well, I mean, I could see. Him, I wouldn't be surprised if he got like 70, 80 yards. And then a touchdown. So, I mean, if he brilliant. doesn't get that's that touchdown, out,
0: though. if that's he doesn't get that out.
1: touchdown, that's that's kind that's of a okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're, we do it based off of the projection. If he's gonna seriously underperform his projection, you know, if he's uh, what's he projected at about 14 points in our league, uh, something like that
1: yeah fourteen I think might be a little high. so yeah, if he comes in with 80,
0: 12.2, 12.4. 12.2, 12.4 and he comes in with only seventy yards and no touchdown, then yeah, that's a burnout um but i I think he'll I think he'll get there. I think he's gonna get fourteen sixteen, eighteen points um but okay, uh I do have a burnout in that game. I do have Odell Beckham in that in that game as a burnout. Um, I could see – I kind of – I found myself, I guess, in some guys who had big weeks last week, and I think they're going to come fall back to earth this week. Uh, I just don't think they throw the ball enough. They try to, like – they try to appease him with a couple end-arounds. If you run an end-around against the indie defense, it's going absolutely nowhere. So, <laughs> I mean, they, they if they want to try that, that's going to be a negative play probably. That, that's not the same thing as running an end-around on the Dallas defense.
1: All right, man. So, I got my last burnout. Mm -hmm. And man, I hate to pick on you, Greg, but David Johnson, I think David Johnson, he's just going to have like a very, very mediocre day. I actually 60 yards. I think this might be the one that does him in. I think I'm calling it a little back, a little wrist injury. Something's going to happen. I've had him before. It seems like timing. So, yeah, I think he's going to get about 50, 60 yards and that's it. Very tough sled about three yards of carry.
0: I wonder, like, it, it's tough for people to see if they don't watch really intently all these games. But we're kind of like picking up the, the pieces and seeing these certain backs that are like kind of just like gradually falling off. Like, we see the deterioration. We see it in Todd Gurley, we see it in David Johnson. And even like Josh Jacobs, he's a young cat, but you can see the difference and in young his cat run. I like that. can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you could, he's a young cat. But, uh, you can see the difference in his running style just because he's like injured, so it's it's tough to see, but it is something to to keep your eyes on. So was that all? That was all three of you guys, right? It's all three. I did have one more. I saved it to last. Maybe I shouldn't even bother with messing with him. But his last guy, uh, Mark's last guy, was Kirk Cousins, and I I pretty much wholeheartedly disagree as we discussed earlier. I think I think it's a passing game. I think it's a wide open passing game. So I I actually think that's going to go the opposite direction, and I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a really nice day.
1: Yeah, well, that's a nice segue into our our buds. You would our say buds Kirk let's go for the good.
0: He's a, well, he's not necessarily a bud, but actually, if you want to segue, the guy I think I have as a bud is his pass catcher, your guy, Ooh. Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. I, I like he's that the guy. I think you he's going to catch so a couple
1: of, I have two buds on my team too.
0: On your own team? On my own team. Looking they kind of go you. hand in hand. Oh, Russ. Russ. And DK? And DK. Oh, you're you that's easy pickings.
1: Alright, you want me to go <laughs> with someone else then? All right.
0: No, oh, that's good. That's good. I'll go Put James. That next up, too. Oh
1: okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I got another guy for you. That's How another guy Jared on my Waller. team. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, Darren Waller then. Alright, Pittsburgh D, what do you want from me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. But no, okay. So you got Russ and DK. That's good. We can go with that. Yeah.
1: Actually, I think DK will have 100, and 100 plus yards. I think 120, but I think that might be a stretch and two touchdowns. He's getting two this game. Oh, he thinks he's getting the third.
0: No more yards. Oh, I was so like, I was
1: giving dude, up. Like, dude,
0: three four. touchdowns. Jesus Christ. I keep going no. up, but I'm like, he's <laughs> not getting four. I think he's going to get yards in this game. I think he's going to get a big chunk of yards in this game, about 175. Two touchdowns. I, I like him too. big, man, and he's fast. Sometimes I like to go for like undervalued guys in these buds. So like I go like smaller names, but yeah, I think I think DK is going to have a big fucking week to be honest with you. All right. Uh, well,
1: I will go a little soft one for you. I'll go Eric Ebron. How about that?
0: I like that. You know I like Eric Ebron. I, I think Eric Ebron's
1: going to get a nice touchdown. Maybe a good 60-70 yards and a touchdown. So I think he's going to <laughs> have a nice game.
0: He's, I think he's undervalued in people's heads. I, I had him on my roster to begin the year and was forced kind of into a drop situation with him. And uh, I wouldn't mind having him back on my roster right now. So uh, let's see. I got a guy for you from Mark's list real quick for his uh, bud. He's got CeeDee Lamb versus the Giants.
1: I was just fucking thinking of him. That's funny. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. funny shit. Sure. Good, good call,
0: Mark. He beats you to the punch. I think CeeDee Lamb is on the rise. That's for sure. He's, some, he's somebody to be watching. I love that punch too. Uh, let's see. I do have okay. So same game. I got a bud. I have Darius Slayton. Uh, I've been seeing Darius Slayton. He's been really doing very well with his route running and 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 making people miss and it's just been a matter of I've seen Daniel Jones missing on some throws to him. I think when you play the Dallas defense, that, that sort of like loosens up that pressure on him, and I think he'll make those throws. I think we're going to see a couple touchdowns out of Darius Slayton this weekend. You got anybody else, Brad?
1: Uh, well, I had Russ and DK, so I kind of feel like I should get oh, oh.
0: That's oh That's two. Oh, no, no, no. That's two. It's it's Bud's, and then you got your, your goal. DK's your my, my Acapulco. Oh, you think he's going to get 40-something points? Come on.
1: Get no, up. no, no. Just like of the week. I think he's going to get 30.
0: Best scorer, best scorer of the week.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know if he's actually going to outscore uh, a quarterback because technically quarterbacks could be the Acapulco goal every week. But I think yeah. respective for his position, he'll have a beast
0: game. So I got you. So you want to give me one more bud then and call him your gold or what? Uh. You yeah. want to go with Russ as your gold? Do you want to call it DK?
1: I'll go Russ. I always gotta go quarterback. You said that one time; it's just stuck in my head.
0: All right, you know who? You know who? Uh, Mark's gold is who? <laughs> Russ. Russ. That's funny. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll give you another bud too. Is Will Fuller?
0: Will okay. Yeah, You called him out for two touchdowns earlier. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, and then his last one again. I, I got to go into the disagreement. It's 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 funny. He just reads this game totally backwards from what I'm reading it, obviously. But um, he's got Dalvin Cook as a as a as a bud. I had him as a burnout. He's got Dalvin Cook going for a bud. Yeah, all right. And then so all that leaves that leaves me with the Acapulco Gold guy, and I actually had Deshaun Watson, a little sneaky guy this week. Ooh. I think I, I think I talked about it earlier. I think they're going to have a big game. I think they're going to come out and give it the good old, here's your first FU chance to Bill O'Brien. And Since they're all pretty rallied around that, I think they're going to have a really good game.
1: All right. Well, uh, let's get back to uh, – we finished up our Acapulco Golds, our burnouts and our buds. We've smoked our intermission. We've talked all our football games. We've got through them all. And now we have a little something special that we want to address with you guys, something that needs to be addressed. Because we hope to God that none of you guys are actually paying any attention to this. And hey Rich, what am I talking about here?
0: Well, we, we are on an ESPN format. We've always been on ESPN, I think, as long as the league's been around. So this is maybe tailored straight to the ESPN people. But um, if you want to take a listen, if you're on a different format, no big deal. But on the ESPN app, there is a little section for IBM Watson uh, trade. What is it? What do they call it? The trade... Wizard? Uh, trade helper. Or trade wizard? Is that what they call it? No way. I'm going to look it up the, here real quick. But anyway. Okay,
1: IBM Watson, trade away half your team for a bunch of dog
0: shit. <laughs> I think that's what they call it. So, <laughs> bottom line with this thing. Oh, trade assistant with IBM Watson.
1: The assistant to the trade assistant.
0: The, the assistant to the regional the manager assistant. of trade assistant mans uh, so Watson here which is that super intelligent thing done by IBM uh, they're they're featuring this I've even heard their main podcast that's a fantasy football podcast I've heard them uh, try to do a little segment where they kind of promoted it and tried to like describe a trade that it basically this offers trades it shows me trades that are, within good value and fairness, according to IBM, Watson. <laughs> and
1: and it's fucked up algorithms.
0: <laughs> and apparently, like, I don't know. Like, I, have, I don't think I've seen one trade in this thing with any value to me.
1: Well, actually, uh, I got and, one I have, for
0: you, Rich. What are, okay, so what's it offering you right now, Brad?
1: Well, see, this is with Chris, the Team Picklebacks. It is saying that I should go out and acquire Le'Veon Bell and Marquise Brown. <laughs> Okay. Two okay. beasts. Beasts, okay. man. Okay. Teams that back. are just We're winning team. right now, I mean, obviously you want them. So I would give yeah. up Nick Chubb, Nikhil Harry, and Justin Jefferson for Le'Veon Bell and
0: Marquise Brown. That might be one of the closer deals that I've actually heard, though, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it still sucks. It's still a sucky deal. What I think it doesn't I, – I just don't think it understands or has any concept of thinking about – Roster constructions, like when you look at what it's giving you based on the rosters that are before and after, it, it's never. Uh, I'm never seeing anything that's any good to anyone, really. <laughs> like I, I don't point? understand, I there, Rich. What do you got? What
1: about? Uh, I would get Rahe- Raheem Raheem Ostern uh huh, and and Gibson,
0: Antonio Gibson. Okay. Yep.
1: I would have to give up Jonathan Taylor, and uh-huh. Justin Jefferson. I
0: know. Oh my god. Okay, I listen to like this. Justin
1: one. Jefferson but better than both of those guys. Yeah,
0: okay, listen to this one. This one's funny because okay, this was in here earlier, but okay, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who we've discussed, is like possibly on the outs, like he's only got a couple weeks left, Max. Uh for David Montgomery, so a, a quarterback, for a running back, straight up. And then take this into account. Eddie is the guy who owns who's rostering David Montgomery, so he would take on Ryan Fitzpatrick. Who who does he have as quarterbacks, Brad? Do you know this off the top of your head?
1: I do, actually. Kyler Murray and Aaron Rodgers. Oh. So that is an excellent, (laughs) excellent thing to do, is trade away one of your (laughs) skill running backs for a third-string quarterback that will probably not have a starting job here anytime soon.
0: I think that's that's really brilliant, honestly. Like, uh, on the fairness
1: there. scale, where is it? Because, I mean, otherwise I wouldn't know.
0: It does only have the two bars, but really, like... But what about its value? Oh, the value? It's at four bars. I mean, jump <laughs> on it, dude. It's four in. bars. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not, yeah. Yeah, basically, it's, we
1: it's... keep going back and forth through this crap. But
0: God in all gosh. sense,
1: if you need a good laugh... Go smoke some weed and just look at your trade assist. Be careful you don't accidentally hit the green propose button because, uh, God forbid, if you actually sent one of those trades. I would like to know the statistics of trades that actually got proposed and accepted. Yeah. Five people, I, mean, I would it's, say it's less than
0: 5%. It's garbage. I, I don't understand how it's even like still existing within my app. Um, no offense to the ESPN people and all that, but... You know, maybe just need to tweak the algorithm or something. I don't know what's going on. Now. I did think it was funny. I, I talked a bunch of shit and dismissed all the trades, and then it didn't give me any any more trades for me to make fun of for, like, three days. So maybe, yeah. it, was listening to the, maybe it was listening enough, at least, I guess, to know not to give me some trades. You don't think Watson's got feelings? I guess I heard his feelings. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, man. It's Mr. Watson to you now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, show me a good trade. Show me one good trade. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't analyze rosters enough. And I mean, that's, that's too valuable of an a part of the equation. I, I mean, to me, like that's where trades start in my head is where somebody has a weakness and I have a strength, like that has to match up first. It's not just these players these random players that I could just throw back and forth no there's a lot of thought process that comes into where is this manager thinking he's at roster decision wise and you got to think about that stuff so it it doesn't think like that doesn't think doesn't manage that i guess
1: yeah i mean if you want to come talk to us you know ibnr you know we will help you out take a picture of your roster take a picture of the other person's roster and say hey man I kind of need some wide receivers. What do you see working out here? And we'll help yeah. you out. We'll take time. I mean, we work a lot, but you know what? You're important to us.
0: So well, we'll- it's, it's 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 funny too when we see it so much and we're just like clicking through it. It's just like it's just like it's almost our own little algorithm. Like okay, well, like what's the need and what do you have? Like okay, we can make a trade work. Let's do it. We do it for other teams sometimes, like when we're sitting there talking, like, why isn't this guy making a trade? Like, you and I all sit there and we're like, dude, look at his roster. He needs a wide receiver. Why isn't Is he the talking He's the only person this in this
1: entire league, in this entire person playing fantasy football this year, that can't go out and find a wide receiver.
0: And then it's like it's if if you have such a glaring error, like try to go fix it, go do something about it. But it, you just see these guys with these errors on their roster, and it's like they don't even try. It kind of bugs me sometimes because I think our trade market should be more open than it is, right? Especially right now, we've had one freaking trade all year. Well, um, it's kinda, like kind of fucked things up with that trade. I told you, I did tell you that. I said as soon as you did it, I'm like you fucked up our trade market for a little while. Yeah. People don't know how to value things.
1: <laughs> I got greedy. I want Chubb, and greed does not pay off, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's a nasty, nasty thing.
0: Interesting, but yeah, I I, I do kind of wish we would open up a little bit because i I see the I, I see the angles. I see other teams that could even be trading with each other. Like I don't I don't necessarily have the piece for every team in the league. That's kind of what the trade market is. You have to sit there and analyze it and get to know who needs what and who could fill those needs it's just that's how it works i mean i don't know if anybody if everybody is seeing it in that way
1: yeah that's that's why i always kind of wanted the the infamous three teamer you know you don't have it but the other guy has it and i got a piece for this guy i'm (laughs) telling you man it is a bucket list but one day i'll actually pull it off
0: that'll happen
1: yeah (laughs) all right man well i think we've done it successful mark i hope we did you proud we uh, made it through another episode, uh, our twenty fifth episode, ladies and gentlemen. Our yeah. uh, what do you call that? A quarter of a quarter centennial? Quarter, quarter centennial? Yeah,
0: yeah it's not. I don't know what you call it. Twenty five episodes. It's pretty 20th. nice. Go take a <laughs> uh,
1: go take a nice big dab for us and uh, let's celebrate.
0: Yeah. Heck yeah, man! It's yeah. good. It's good stuff, man. We're, we're cranking. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, man, we miss Mark we hope to get him back on Monday. we probably not going to have him back on Monday either. We'll do the wrap. Uh, he's coming back that night, so we probably won't have him. But uh, we miss you, buddy. And uh, we're, we're ready to get back at it, though, again on Monday. We'll do a wrap and and actually probably still be, hopefully, knock on wood, previewing that Buffalo-Tennessee game. Yeah.
1: So hopefully Tennessee can get their shit in gear and we're good to go.
0: No more positives. Let's go.
1: No more positives. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh Yeah, give us a like, give us a subscribe. Uh we'll catch you next time when we're on here. Catch you later, fellas, on the Organic Football podcast. Later's.
0: <laughs> later skaters. Buds.